Welcome to the Journal of a Madman podcast. My name's Kaylee Laverick, founder of Mama Social Co. And this is the Journal of a Madman. It's a no holds barred account of what to expect when you're expecting and parenting as a whole. Hilarious, horrifying and heartfelt, this journal is everything you want to know and more than a few things you didn't about life as a mother. Before you go any further, please hit follow, subscribe and leave a review and please share this with at least one friend. Right, let's get into it. Enjoy! People say that it takes a village to bring up a child. But what do you do when village life is a thing of the past? You join Mama Social Co. We are a parenting organisation that creates support, events, activities and connection for real parents. Come join us on our weekly talk and walk sessions, play sessions and much more. Please join our community through our Instagram and Facebook page at Mama Social Co. Or join the socials by subscribing via our website at www.mamasocialco.com. .co.uk. You don't have to be isolated or alone. Come bridge the gap between nature, nurture and community. The morning hustle and bustle hits me like a ton of bricks this morning. As Freddie screeches his morning wake-up call, everything all right, over and over again until one of us enters his room where he will instantly hide under the covers and pretend to be an animal of the day. Very cute, to be fair. Often a wolf or a lion, he will crawl out of his bed in full character, going full method on me. Totally mummy's son. As I stand and watch this display of some of the best physical theatre performance work I've seen, I start to get an ache in the pit of my tummy. And God, I know what this is. You will never forget the feeling of a massive panic attack hurling towards your face, full steam ahead. But Freddy is keeping me occupied. I don't have time to purchase a ticket heading straight for Panicsville just yet. I complete the morning madness and sit back in the car after the nursery rush. Thankfully, no morning bush vomit. And it strikes. The hollow pit in my tummy starts to make its way out and there is no way of stopping it. My breathing becomes shallow, my eyes begin to fill with tears, but if I stop, I know I won't get to work today, and I must get work today. Assessments coming out my arse, rehearsals for the end of term show has started, and of course, the only reason you get into teaching, the unachievable expectations of fucking paperwork. I don't mind paperwork, that is essential to teaching my lessons, but the bastard parts that management have decided to demand we do because they don't think we're busy enough can get fucked. As I drive to work, it's all a bit of a blur. I'm trying my hardest to focus on not crashing, 
as well as not passing out from crying slash hyperventilating. The questions that continue to travel through my mind is, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? I ring Dale for some reassurance. This definitely makes it worse. I decide to ring Jojo, a dear friend, and I can't even formulate a sentence. So this also makes it worse. I begin to argue with myself. Why have I done this? You have already gone through all the hard shit, all the hard stuff. It was just starting to get easier. How will Freddy feel? What about work? What about the students? My body is going to be a hot mess again. And so on and so on. Until I'm not panicking anymore. But I am sobbing. Sobbing like someone has died. And maybe it's the realisation that this version of Kaylee is going to die. And a new Kaylee will be reborn. A mother of two with a new identity to follow. I know, die sounds dramatic and harsh. But when you become a new mother, you do sort of lose and mourn the old parts of you. The old life, really. You're still the same you, but now with the constant thought and worry about someone else. How on earth am I going to do this with two? Snot and tears streaming down my face, I decide to turn up the music to distract myself. I press shuffle and an epic tune permeates my soul. Lose yourself, Eminem. Yes, just what I need to distract myself. As I battle my way through all-consuming emotional breakdown, I find myself reciting the lyrics as every 30-plus person on the planet knows, the poetic genius of Eminem. As I travel to work with bumper-to-bumper traffic, it's only hitting me now that the other commuters must have thought, what on earth is wrong with that woman? Picture the scene, snot and tears rolling and screaming out the lyrics on repeat to lose yourself. Mental patient, I hear you cry. I arrive at work, snot dripping down my face, with eyes as swollen as King Kong's balls. I try to take a deep breath to ground myself, but it is no use. I have lost all control of my bodily functions and now require the help of a real adult to pull me out of this deep abyss. I hurry to my boss's office as I feel... This is the truly perfect time to tell him I'm pregnant. In hindsight, it is not. I arrive at his office. I don't knock. Rude. I just march in and try to speak, but nothing is happening other than snot and tears and the occasional panic breath to ensure survival. Kaylee, what is wrong? What's happened? Please sit down, calm down and speak to me. He does what an educational provider does on the regular to their students in the throes of a panic attack. Sits in front of them and breathes in their face. Not COVID safe, but definitely Kaylee safe. I follow his breaths and within a few minutes, I have controlled my breathing. Thank the Lord. My manager turns to me and asks in the most sincere tone I have ever heard him speak. Now Kaylee, Can you let me know what's wrong? I reply in a tone that matches his. I'm pregnant. He jumps up, 
For fuck's sake, you silly cow, I thought you'd knock somebody over and drove away from the scene of the crime. Pregnant? That's it. My God, woman, I'm over the moon for you. We both start laughing, uncontrollably, and I begin to get the feeling back in my arms and legs. Can we keep this to ourselves until the scan? I ask. Of course. This strange little ten minutes never happened. And I leave his office feeling strangely relieved and ready to start my day. Well, that's one way to start your day, I guess. I think my real issue this morning is the realisation that this little soul level love I feel for Freddie, which is all-consuming and at the start of motherhood journey, was overwhelming to say the least. It's going to happen all over again and I don't know how to feel. It's a boy. A midwife hands a baby to my chest. A flood of emotions and my deepest fear will I know best. Within an instant, your mind turns upside down. You want to scream, but you have no sound. You can't explain how you feel about it. It's not love, as you know it's impossible to admit. This thing they call love is terribly scary. It makes me incredibly wary. I'm constantly scared that you'll leave me. I'm starting to like us as a three. The thing they regret to inform us as new mothers is the overwhelming emotion that covers and smothers. You grieve your old selfish life as a new mother combats unrecognisable strife. Then one day your brain is less hazy. You've washed and dressed and not feeling so crazy. You take your baby as he begins to stir. You gently rock him and offer a soothing whisper. And then it clicks. This baby requires nothing else but you. His eyes fixed upon his blurry view. You take a breath and realise that the feeling you get when you look in his eyes is what they've called unconditional love. The one that you can't control. It's sent from above. Sometimes it hurts, sometimes it's confusing that this innocent ball of flesh wasn't yours for the choosing. But he's your perfection. He owns your entire heart. I'm now excited for my life to truly start. To all the new mothers, the first months are hard. You will be left forever scarred. This is not a terrible thing to behold. You've changed for the better, as you're often told. You are this boy's spiritual and physical connection. Welcome to the club. Mama Bear is always there for protection. So it's time to share some of the untold stories of real-time mamas that have been sent in through our Instagram or Facebook or email address. So this one is out and it's um it's epic. <laughs> Let me know if any of you can relate to this. A short but sweet one. Well not so sweet. I'm running around after a five-year-old and a seven-month-old and it's been one of those days. 
You know those days when nothing is going right. The house is a hot mess. The kids are running wild. And the baby decides to crawl to me with a cheeky grin. I'm sure they know what they're doing. This cheeky grin was the result of the smelliest, most epic Poonami explosion I have seen to date. I pick her up and proceed to the living room to clean up the disaster area. Wow, it's everywhere. Up her back, round her tummy. Takes an age to clean her up. And by the point it's done, I am knackered and just want to sit down. As I sit, my five-year-old asks for a custard pot. So with a deep sigh, I stand to attention and walk to collect two pots of custard because one can't have without the other. As I finally sit down and watch both kids devour the little pot of joy, I must have shut my eyes for a minute. And I wake in a panic to see my five-year-old sitting lovely watching Peppa Pig and the baby rubbing custard into her hands and face. I take another deep sigh and proceed to remove the custard and go to sit back down. As I sit, I notice I've missed a bit on her foot. Too lazy to get up, I do a swift finger wipe and put it in my mouth. Instantly, I met with not the sweet creamy sensation of the joyous custard, but the salty, bitter taste of what I instantly realised was by far the biggest snot I had ever seen. I learnt a lesson on this day, never to be never to be lazy, to wash correctly, and never put anything in your mouth that you don't know what it is. My good God. Now I've had to read this, this is like behind the curtain stuff. I've had to read that a couple of times because if you know me at all, I am the most cockliest person when it comes to snot. Snot is my kryptonite. And the first few times I've read it, I actually was gagging. Um, I used to teach, right? And it was when I was pregnant with Freddie and a little girl, Beth, right? She was about six at the time. She was having a little bit of a drama. She didn't want to go into class or something, something was happened. She was upset and she, she cuddled into us and she sneezed at the same time as having all of this crying sensation. And two of the biggest candlesticks came flying out of her nose and was spreading all over my big fat belly with Freddie. And I, shit you not, removed that child from my centre, ran to the toilet and vomited everywhere. Like, I can deal with everything, but I do not like snot. Absolutely disgusting. But I loved that story. Thank you. The next untold story from a real-life mama comes straight from Miss Anonymous. Thank you very much. This one is called... The Tale of the Laughing Sisters My little girls, two and four years old, are at the wonderful stage of being unable to get along 99% of the day. They rip toys from each other's hands and always have each other crying. Anyway, tonight, whilst turning on the oven and the pans to make their tea, I heard them laughing together. It was a beautiful, heartwarming noise and I stood quietly listening to them roaring with laughter for a moment. 
for I realised the joyous sound was coming from our downstairs loo. I heard my eldest shrieking her sister's name and hysterically laughing at the same time. So I opened the door to see what was happening. I was speechless. I thought I might pass out. My four-year-old had done a poo and her sister had used a toilet brush to scoop it out the toilet. She had now put the majority of the poo in the toilet brush holder and was now flinging the brush in the air, splattering the rest of the shit all over the newly cleaned and, may I say, decorated room. I should have known the laughter was too good to be true, the little horrors. The clean-up job wasn't quite as joyous as the laughter. That I just love kids. And kids just like... They'll just do anything, wouldn't they? Like, in their head, what have they been watching? Or what have they been seeing to think, Ah, ah, nah. I'm going to grab hold of that shite and fling it about. The thoughts of Mr Hankey from South Park comes into my brain. Now, if you've got any more stories, there's more to come. This is just the taster. But if you've got any more stories to share, please, 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 please send them to my email address at kaylee at mamasocialco.com or Instagram me with them. And again, I promise to keep them anonymous. And that's it. All done. If you'd like to share your own crazy stories on parenting, please follow me on Instagram and send me your journal entries at mamasocialco and I promise to keep them anonymous if you want me to. Also, remember to hit follow, subscribe, share. And if you want to leave me a little review, I'd really appreciate your feedback. So that's it. Have a great day and see you soon.